What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. People say he ain't no good, and I'm crazy as a loon. Cause I shave my head in the morning, and pick guitar in the afternoon. Just like old Chief and Charlie, I like to lay around in the shade. Well, I ain't got no money, but you better believe I got it made. Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing. If I can't get it on my own. If you don't like the way I'm living, just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. What's up, folks? Thank you all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, it has been a wild week. Uh, it has been an emotional week for me. Uh, we did not put a lot of shows out for you guys. Uh, one of my best friends, his grandfather passed away. Cody, I know you're going to hear this. Uh, we will be burying Pod Jim today. And uh, I love y'all very much. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that to you because I know y'all are going to be listening. Just now I'm thinking of y'all. And uh, Pod Jim, I'll miss you. Uh, but anyway, we're not going to get sad on this show. If anything, I'm fixing to <laughs> probably wake y'all up in the right way uh, or the way you want to get woken up. Um, we have an OnlyFans Girl of the Month with us today. Uh, if anybody's listening that has OnlyFans, please reach out at the beginning of every month. I am picky about who we take on as our OnlyFans Girl of the Month. I have to actually like the stuff you put out there. I got to thank you more than tits and ass. I got to thank you creative. I got to think you're kind of a badass. And when this young lady reached out to us, she had already checked off all the boxes and I'd already hit her up about being on the show anyway, just from her seeming interesting. I'd like to introduce y'all to our OnlyFans Girl of the Month, Miss Missy. How are you doing, beautiful? I'm doing so good. How are you doing? I'm doing better now. If I don't, <laughs> And I, I like waking up to my old lady, but this ain't a bad view. Listen, it's just a good day to wake up, I say. It's so nice in Texas right now. It's so, so nice. Like, I don't know about everybody else, but I, we're living the good life down here. It's like 80 degrees this morning. So. I fucking Can't love, complain. I love Texas, and I love Texas women. Let me tell you, <laughs> I've only been out there a couple times. Every time I go, I fall in love. I'm talking about <laughs> every fucking time. Only thing I don't like, I'm 5'10 on a good day. When my back isn't hurting, and it seemed like I had to go up on every bitch that I met out there. I wasn't going down because all of y'all are kind of tall out there. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, everything is bigger here, but I'll tell you, it's so great for OnlyFans. Like, all you got to say is, you're like, oh, yeah, I live in Texas. And everybody's like, bet. I'm here. I'm here for that. I don't know what it is about Texas women, but they got a great reputation. So just yeah. add me to that crowd. Y'all are a different breed. <laughs> like, like legit y'all out there are i i fell in love with texas period the first time i went i'm i'm a really big manners guy and mm. like me and my daughter have a rule uh i've told her her whole life i don't care how smart you are i don't care how good you are at sports i don't care how pretty you grow up to be like some of those things you can't help but you can help manners yes yep. ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir all that kind of stuff 
And yeah. when we went to Texas to do some shows like a year, about two years ago now, it's everybody we met. Every mm-hmm. single person was a good person. Uh, there was even like some guys. I ended up getting in a bar fight in, in Fort Worth, but it was because some dude hit a girl in front of me and I fucking wore his ass out. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that shit at all. But there was already cowboys. Uh, or just, I say cowboys. It was grown ass men with cowboy hats. Oh, they're on. cowboys. Yeah. Oh, they are. Like, well, they, you don't a, put on a front in Texas. Well, You're there's a, a lot of motherfuckers in Nashville that wear a cowboy hat. Oh, yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. cowboy, you know. Nashville so, country is different. Yeah. Texas country, like, they literally just got off work and went to the bar. Yeah. And they were in their Like, that's how it is. The but. men and women that you met there, they were ready to beat this dude's ass. Like, oh, yeah. it was, it was cool. I oh, just yeah. love the environment of everything there. It's so supportive. People are so respectful for the most part. And I, I'm not from Texas. I actually moved here from Boston. So tell um, me you're a Red Sox fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. I I had my Red Sox hat on all day yesterday and everybody stops. Everybody stops me to talk about it for good or bad. Like some people are just real mad about it, but either way. Um, But yeah, I love Texas. Texas is its own breed. I grew up in Kentucky for like most of my childhood and so, like, I've, I've been around. I've lived in, like, 13 states. I've experienced a lot of things. But you come to Texas, and it's not – you can't say it's the South. It's just Texas. Like, they have their own way of doing things, and they're very proud of it. And you can come here. They don't like Californians. Don't come here if you're Californian. But you're welcome to come here, but you gotta you got to abide by their rules. And they'll teach you exactly what those are real quick. So Yeah, I love that. Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. I always have this thing, if you haven't heard me talk about this before, like, I don't subscribe to anybody's OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. I think it's weird. Like, not, if I'm (laughs) going to do business with you guys and I'm going to interact with you guys, it's already hard enough not to look at you and sexualize you. (laughs) But, like, I don't need to be fucking looking at your stuff or whatever. But the fact that you just said you grew up in Kentucky, you're from Boston, and you live in Texas, that's a combination right there. To where it's like, God damn, now I want to see what she does in there. <laughs> you know, it's so funny being an OnlyFans girl, too, though, because I don't know. I I also don't subscribe to people's OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a hype girl, so I'll subscribe to, like, girls I work with and stuff. But honestly, like, I'm not on there a lot. I'm working all the time. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've peeked at stuff every now and then. Like, some people have got, you know, some good things going on. But... I'm with you. Like, especially if I'm working with women, I don't ever want them thinking I'm creeping on their page or I don't want them thinking I'm stealing, you know, their ideas or anything. So I kind of just like, I just stay in my own little bubble, do my own little thing. Somebody wants me to look at their page. I'll check it out. Um, I've had some people contact me um, asking me to go on their page to help them out, which is really sweet and flattering. Cause like, it's not like I know what the fuck I'm doing, but um, yeah. So I'm with you. Like I try, especially my coworkers and my boss, everybody knows what I do, but that's cool. Ain't nobody getting on that page. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if it's arrogance with me. I know that like it's a big sense of professionalism, not sure. looking, but also I'm not the biggest fan of strip clubs, but I like strippers. And I, the way I view strippers is kind of the way I view an OnlyFans girl. Is if I wanted to see you naked, I'm going to shoot my shot. Like yeah. I, I feel like I'm funny enough i'm not the prize pig at the fair like i ain't finna win a beauty competition but i'm probably not gonna get last 
I got, I got I got confidence in myself or whatever. You should, as you yeah. should. So as it's you like, should. And it's like, it go funny goes a long way for women. I know that's like an ongoing joke, yeah. but like it's for real. Like you got confidence and you got funny. Yeah. You better walk up to that girl at the bar because she'll be all for that for yeah. sure. I'm either yeah. gonna make you wanna slap me. <laughs> or you're gonna giggle by whatever the fuck I say. Like I, I'm that's not, the best combination. Toe that line all day long, yeah, for sure. I'm not smooth at all, dude. Like I have no game <laughs> whatsoever. If it takes buying roses and kissing ass to get laid, I'm no, 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 no. I'm gonna roast you to the point to where you're gonna be like, you know what? I gotta put him in this <laughs> fucking place. And it, it I works. think that's so much more attractive, truly. Yeah. Like if somebody does the cliche, like, you know, roses and blah, 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 blah. Like that's not impressive to me. But if yeah. you can be quick-witted and I don't know, I think that's so, so sexy when somebody can just be entertaining and like keep you involved and stuff. Um, I think that's way better. But I actually, I if anybody is super cliche or does anything that I feel like they feel like they're supposed to do, I actually push back against that a lot. Like yeah. I, I like to challenge people. I like, I don't know. I'm different, I guess, but I don't yeah. like the normal at all. Yeah. So I'm weird. I'm, I'm weird too. I I'm always tell people weird. I'm weird. I like being weird. Well, always. One of the things I try to tell people because, like, I'm not. I'm definitely not a licensed counselor in any way, shape, or form. But mm -hmm. we do a lot of stuff with like mental health. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much my bread and butter. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I've found out is the word weird and the word unique are almost the same thing yeah that, culturally that, they are here for sure but i think i mean that can go a good way or bad way but when you tell people that like yeah i'm weird i'm different they they like that like yeah. they're they're intrigued by that it is different it is unique it is um it, it puts off this confidence almost that like you're okay being different you proudly wear that badge um and i don't know i like it i i do proudly wear that badge i am weird i'm okay yeah. i'm not changing i'm in my 30s now like there's no change in me take me or leave me i'm not i'm not changing anything so that blew um, my mind but, you told me how old you were earlier by the way oh, oh blew my mind oh gosh i'm getting it's old okay. people do say that all the time i either get oh my god i thought you were 23 or you look like a fucking grandma and they'll just never stop in my comment section. So it, it's, it's one extreme or the next. Nobody's ever like, you look like a well-aged 37 year old. It's never, it's never that it's either 20 year old or fucking grandma. So first off, the older the violin, the sweeter the music. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says about that shit. And too you don't look like a fucking grandma like well it, i appreciate yeah. that some days you know some days those dark circles are creeping in but again i'm fine with that i feel like yeah. once you hit your 30s it's a whole other level of i don't give a fuck like again take me or leave me um i can't change anything like i'm sorry if you think i look a certain way and you don't like it what do you want me to change it's not going to happen but yeah, but yeah, it's probably, that's probably more of a them thing than a you thing. Oh, it always is. Those projecting those insecurities, like, you have to realize, and I have, one of my uh, bachelors is actually in applied behavioral therapy. So I have worked with a lot of people just learning behaviors and what makes them tick and, and how to correct certain behaviors. I used to work with autistic kids and just um, going over, like, realizing why people react a certain way or why they act out 
once you understand that, like it has so little to do with you. It's really just them projecting, them trying to, you know, um, find something to fill a void, them trying to feel better, them trying to feel validation um, in those comment sections. So really it has nothing to do with me. And even if it did have to do with me, like I wasn't begging anybody to be with me anyway. So like yeah. you move on, move along. <laughs> yeah. So many of those people in the comment section, I think it's, I think it's one extreme or the other. It's, oh, yeah. either, it's either they were the bully in high school when they have nobody to bully anymore. Yeah. So they just, <laughs> they bully people on the internet without showing their face or it's the person who got bullied growing mm -hmm. up and now they're projecting that on somebody else because they can hide behind sure. the fucking keyboard oh yeah those keyboard warriors like i i have a like on my page if you're a keyboard warrior if you're trolling for no reason i'll let it go a couple times but if you keep going i'm putting you on blast because you don't get to hide on my page and i don't i don't want to be a bully i don't want to be mean um but i just need people to know like this is unacceptable behavior and we're going to put this on display so everybody can see how crazy you're being and and usually they stop at that point or i don't know if you heard recently they either stop or they threatened me. Um, I, I had a guy recently that threatened to, I don't know if you're allowed to say it on here, but he threatened to kill me and um, confessed to murdering somebody and gave me the name and the date that he did it. And he's like, I'm going to take care of you. Like I did this person. And I was like, okay. So usually threats, I don't, they're just empty threats. I don't care. Like I just move on. But that one, that one I actually had to call the police on. Yeah, I don't just, blame you. I had to fucking call the police on heartbeat on that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm not, I don't feel threatened. Like the police are like, are you good? Do you feel okay? And I'm like, I'm obviously fine. But maybe check into that uh, case that yeah, he yeah, said he was a part of. <laughs> for the longest time I have said over and over again, I even said it this past week on the previous show that I did that I just ignore the people most of the time yeah. in the comment section, but there's been just a couple people because of the last show that I did that they're just saying stupid shit yeah. to, to, to the person that was on the show. And like, they're tagging me in it. Like I'm going to give a fuck. <laughs> and I made a video last night, like just addressing it to some of these folks. And it's like, look, even with you, I don't, I'm not on here to tell the listeners to love you. I'm on here to have a conversation with you, to share, talk about life and everything with you. Mm -hmm. It's up to the listener to decide if they like you or not. Yeah. I'm having you on because I think you're in an in interesting conversation. That's but like fair. With, with her, it was like, we have different beliefs. We had different understandings on stuff and I'm cool with it. Like we had a very respectful conversation. She enlightened me on a lot of shit and everything. And it's yeah. like the people that are literally attacking her in the comment sections of stuff is like, you, you, do you even understand that this woman is just living her fucking life? Like she didn't go to your job and tell you how to fucking live yours. Why? A hundred percent. It's never going to make sense to me. If I see something I don't like, if I hear something I don't like, I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> Just move on. Yeah, I don't get <laughs> Yeah, people fuck. feel like they really have to say something, and they get so offended. I guess because the internet lays it in their lap. The algorithm puts it there, and then they just get – they have something to say about everything. They really do. And honestly, on both sides, if you're going to be putting yourself online, you need to be ready for that. you got to oh, have some skin. Like, you can't take it personal. A lot of these people don't even, like, look in their comment section. Like, they just yeah. – they stop. And there's a reason. Like – 
number one, the comments, good or bad, uh, increase your views. So bring it on. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm so headstrong that I can't help it. I just like to poke the bear sometimes. So Well, that's what I was getting to is I, I made the decision last night. Cause I think, I think TikTok's fixing to go downhill anyway. They uh, really are. That's yeah, another conversation. Yeah. Like I think that it's done. Um, yeah. Agreed. And especially with like even what was, I can't remember, a big company just yesterday pulled off all UMG, yeah. Universal Music Group. Yeah. All of it's gone. All of my audio's taken yeah. off. I ha I didn't, oh. I actually saw you post about it and I scrolled yeah. to look and see what had been muted on mine and a shit ton of fucking videos oh, yeah. had been yeah. muted on mine. They've been hurting creators for a long time on there, but losing yeah. that contract was like nail in the coffin. I mean, yeah. it's great for independent artists that, you know, want to shoot their yeah. shot and, and get their stuff out there, but it's hurting everybody else in the process. So, yeah, yeah the numbers on it have never made sense to me before. Like, mm -mm. I, I don't keep up with that shit really anyway. Like, I think I got close to 400,000 people that follow me or something like on there, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's never made sense that if I post something, and it gets a thousand views, which I understand that the majority of people, especially for like a woman like you, uh, when I say like the content that you post is why I say a woman like you. Right. To right. Where like it makes sense that you're going to get a lot of men that hit that follow button the second they see you. I'm guilty of that. Like, and well, it would make sense, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they, for the fact that they don't see your stuff again no. sometimes after they follow you, mm -hmm. it's Ever. stupid. It's like if I'm following this person, I want their content to come up all the time. It really just, it never, it never made sense to me. I think that's the thing with TikTok. Like we all took that gamble. We hopped on there and it works yeah. for a minute. And then nobody can figure it out. The algorithm, we can't figure it out. Why some, you know, some of my videos are getting three views. Some people are never notified that I go live. Right now, if yeah. I go live, they won't let me have more than 10 people in there. I had an account of 110,000 people yeah. and woke up one morning and it was just gone. Yeah. Like no reasons, violated community guidelines. See you later. I had, a, I had a video that I posted. I think it was in November or October, somewhere in there. Within the mm -hmm. first 24 hours, it got like 5 million views. Oh, and nice. it was where I was in the 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 beta creator fund or whatever to where like if a video was more than a minute long, you got paid more for it than anything else. Right. So it made literally mm -hmm. in two days or whatever it was, it made about $7,000 and awesome. it got to a certain point. And the next thing you know, it got cut for community guideline violations and they restored it the first time. Because it was mm -hmm. not in any community guideline violation. Right, right. Then they just fucking did it away and $7,000 gone. Like, I, I think what's happening with it is, and I got a bunch of friends that have been on the show or just buddies with that are huge personalities on there, millions mm -hmm. and millions of followers. And I think what they've done is they've stretched themselves so thin, wanting to pay some of the bigger ones. I think they're making so much money off of it. Mm -hmm. the bigger ones that they're like, Oh, we've got to cut everybody. That's not here down. Like if they're not, yeah, uh, yeah I think that's what it is. I would be happy. It's them awful not though. Yeah. I'd be like, happy we're them the people that support me. them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy them not paying me just so when I posted something about the podcast, it would get more views. Like, I don't, a hundred percent. I don't, I don't I'm not there to fuck. get paid. I'm there yeah. for promo. 
And I don't know, like, it's just the craziest things. Like I, you don't, they have the words, what their community guidelines are, but like they enforce them however you want. Even if you appeal something, I've appealed something, got it approved. They don't take those strikes off accounts. They don't, they just don't care. They do not care. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I'm a huge one. Somebody (laughs) pitched it to me the other day and I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting. So with TikTok, they don't, they don't care at all. If there are scam accounts that are copying you, they do not care. Like I have had people copy, like record my live streams when I was, you know, a lot bigger on TikTok just stream them on some scam account. It's so obviously a scam account and they make money off of my live streams and they just stream it all day long and I'd report it and it would come back like no community guideline violation. Um, But then I lose my accounts and they take all of that money. Like if you have not cashed out, your money's gone. They don't give it back to the users or anything. And I, somebody said, well, you know what? I'm wondering if, what if TikTok has their hand in these scam accounts? They're using, you know, some of these smaller creators to make some money and uh, and then they just delete you and they, you know, move on to the next person. I don't I don't think it would be that because it would it it's like it would be like paying yourself. But I think what they allow True. I think what it would allow they allow people to do is to create all this fake those fake spam accounts so they will troll other accounts and get those accounts took down. To where they don't have to pay. Good point. They they, yeah. they allow that shit to happen. They probably encourage day, it more than anything. It's really ridiculous. Like I, I keep trying. Like I, I want TikTok to work. It's a great yeah. concept. It's a great idea. I want to be supportive of things that support me, but that's not it anymore. It's just it's a dying app, unfortunately. So, yeah. well, I've tried to tell people time and time again that we've had on this show. That TikTok is just supposed to be another app that you use to promote yourself. Like you're not supposed to be known as a TikToker. If you're known as a professional TikToker, then the Mm -hmm. second TikTok is gone, if you haven't actually made a career out of something associated with it, like with me, the podcast, everything else that we do with events and all that kind of shit, it helped grow my business, but it wasn't, I already had my business in place. Right. It just help promote it and make it bigger. Well, right. I have a career. Other people right. are just like, oh, no, I'm just going to do TikTok till it runs out. Well, then what are you going to do? Yeah, that's hor- that's a bad idea. You cannot yeah. invest yourself in just like one avenue. Yeah. <laughs> there. I mean, I feel bad, but there I get I don't know how the bigger ones are doing. I don't know because I know people are like huge live streamers every single day. And I don't know what it's looking like for them, but I'll pop into their streams and they've got like. 100 200 people at any given time and i just don't think that's what the numbers used to be yeah i've ruined my lives because i don't do them unless they're for fundraisers for one of the organizations like we do a lot of veteran stuff with uh oh, nice. with with mission 22 with creative vets uh one of our big sponsors on the show is project k9 hero uh like we'll do fundraisers and stuff for them and when we do them i don't tell you to fucking send gifts or anything like that we tell you to either go to the website for the company uh, mm-hmm. or you donate through us and then we make a overall donation or whatever and uh i just when we started doing that like it got to where we would have five six hundred people in our lives at the time to where all of a sudden now it's 20 that's it's, what i'm saying it's, it's fucking stupid yeah. 
I used to have thousands, three, 4,000, you know, people, 10,000. And I knew the more it would go up, the, you were going to get reported. Like yeah. people were going to get mad that you were there. They were going to report you. So at three, 4,000 people, I would end up like ending my life just because it would risk the account, which is so crazy. It shouldn't like people, one person being able to report you for doing nothing yeah. should not affect your account, but they do let that happen. And, and then because you're reported or because they have a community guidelines violation, all of a sudden your account doesn't get views anymore. Doesn't, yeah. and, and there's no way to fix it. Like the account is just pointless at that point. So yeah, you have just, to, awful. you have to be okay with, even if you come up with something, I posted something while ago that is funny as fuck. I know <laughs> that it's funny. I know that it is also touchy. Uh, mm -hmm. It is going to piss some people off and something like that. It should get, uh, by the time we get off here, it, it should get a ridiculous amount of views. And I know it won't. You have to make, when you get to those lows where you feel like on there or Instagram or whatever, to where like, you know, you're not getting what the fuck you're supposed to. It's almost where you got to maintain for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and then you'll have a video pop off and it's like, that it hey, hits. It's yep. yeah, like it's your back. Yep. Like it's, you got, it's like a two week prison sentence. Like you just have to like, it, and it's mentally yeah. hard. Like there are so many times, like I'll get an account taken away or I'll get an account taken away and it'll come back, but I'm not going to get views on it anymore because yeah. I'm already like, in trouble with them. So as long as you can, you've got to have that mental fortitude and just trust the process. But I've trusted the process so many times with TikTok now. And I'm just like, okay, what do you want? Like, just tell me what you want me to do and I'll yeah. do it. But I don't know what it is. I'm so tired of the guessing game. I well, don't know. Uh, I had a guy who's, huge on social media probably our first mm -hmm. year or so his name's ginger billy i don't know if you're familiar with him or not um, i think i am actually yeah. yeah he's a comedian he's fucking yeah. funny as shit he was one of our first bigger people to come on the show nice and he told me something then he was like look doesn't matter what anybody says or whatever those community guidelines are in place not to make everybody else feel safe or happy it's so that app or that company can put you in your place whenever they want to. If they don't like what mm -hmm. you're doing and you don't fit their narrative for their product, they're going to mm -hmm. shelf you. And yeah. so like that's, it's kind of where like it, you can't get mentally distressed or you can't get pissy about it or anything like that. If you're not getting views or whatever, if you're going against what they say is a standard, it's a, sure. fucked, it's a fucked up standard. Like, and it shouldn't be that way. Oh yeah. No, I agree. I, I guess the hard part for me is like, they have all of it written out, but they change their community guidelines almost monthly and they don't, I mean, it's all like legalese. They don't exactly spell it out for you. So what's okay last month is not okay this month. And you're screwed at that point because you've already posted it last month. Yeah. And you like, I guess we're just supposed to go through all of our content and, and change it as they change, but we're busy. We're busy people. Yeah, so. They can, they can <laughs> suck my ass is what they can do. I don't care that much. Like, I don't I know, either. I know that this is what, like, you've got another job besides for doing the OnlyFans stuff. Mm -hmm. I, if, if all my shit went to hell tomorrow, if yep. the podcast went to hell tomorrow, I can go back to work in fucking radio. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, TikTok's no. gone. I'm fucked. No, I, yeah. I'm still going to be in the same industry. I just won't get to. And it's not that it, it's not like I make money or anything off of it. It's just a great way to find good guests 
and also, you know, promote the shit out of it. That's all it was for me. I don't care on TikTok if people are gifting. I don't care. I, I just, I don't care. I'm not there to make money. I'm not yeah. an influencer. I don't care. It was just for promotion and networking. But when they, they don't allow people to see you, I'm just like, what's the, what, what's the point? What's like, literally just tell me what to do. Tell me what to say so that people can see my stuff and, uh, and I'll do it. But I, I again, I'm an adult too. I understand why community guidelines are in place. Yeah. I understand like they have to follow certain rules in order for it to be an app. I get that. Um, it's just the algorithms become, become such a guessing game that I, I don't know what they want. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care. Uh, what they want, they can literally, <laughs> I don't fuck care. Fuck them. I mean, well, fuck it's them. the thing is when, and I pick on this all the fucking time. And a lot of the girls that we work with kind of get pissed, pissing me about this that do like the only fan stuff. It's like, I'll always say like, you know, you'll get these girls on here shaking their ass and tits or whatever. And they'll make millions of dollars off of mm -hmm. it. But then when it comes to like a good, like project K9 hero, they have hardly any followers on social media, like on TikTok. And mm -hmm. it's like, why is this get promoted? But this right. doesn't get promoted. But then somebody like you, your videos, they don't trend the way that this other bitch does. And it's like, you're doing the same fucking thing. What's the difference? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I used to, when I first started TikTok, their rules were a little bit looser, you know, I do a little bit more, but now like I'm, I've mellowed out quite a bit and they still like, they just, they don't like me. And I've wondered like, is it because like, can they track my AP address? Like, should I do a different phone? Should I do a different account? Should I be logging onto it? And all these things go through my head and I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm going to move on. There's other apps um, that make more sense. Like I, again, and this is not my only job. So like I have things to do. I'm an adult. Like I can't be wondering about TikTok all day. So take it or leave it. I'm on TikTok, but I might not be tomorrow. So no, well, <laughs> no. you don't need it. You don't need it. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, whenever you was messaging me earlier, you said something to me that was really funny. <laughs> and uh it was a, i don't even know i'm gonna look it up so i don't fuck it up but no. it, it reminded me of something <clears throat> and i hadn't talked about it in like a while where the fuck did this come from it was, i don't even know what i say anymore was, i'll pop shit off and then i'm just like what, did, the, I, what did i say what it I was talk about? whatever tits comment that you made <laughs> um tits uh, make the world go oh, <laughs> oh we were talking about you the breadwinner and i was like i i was like i just want one where i can play golf all fucking day and then I'm telling you people, where the fuck is it? I don't know. It's not know. that long of a conversation. Don't act like we talk all day. Oh, we don't. We're just there's, like, good morning. There's, there's seven text messages. <clears throat> but I thought, and it might have been me that said it, but it was talking about how everything that I've ever done since I got. Yeah, you said all your stupid decisions. Yeah. Resulted yeah. in, uh, yep, tits. But you know what? They really do make the world go around. People get mad about it. That's People what the will show up on my was. page and be like, That's what this it was. is bad. But yeah. So kidding. if you didn't, if you haven't heard me say this before, I'm dyslexic. Mm -hmm. So me reading on the spot, trying to find that, <laughs> it, it, that's why it was so hard. But that's what it was. It was tits made the world go around. And okay. I don't know. Whenever you said that, it got me thinking just about how every decision I've made since I saw my first pair of titties in person. <laughs> I've wanted to see my person. next that every everything I've ever done was so I could see more tits. You know, 
I understand that though. I mean, I, I get to see lots of women's tits all the time now, yeah. whenever I want, I just call them and I'm like, Hey, can I play with them? And they're like, sure, let's set up a day. And it's not a bad life. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think it works for most people, but yeah. it's a perk of the OF game, you know? Well, so me, I'm not me, mad about it. Let me ask him. Cause I haven't talked about this with any of the girls that we've had on here that have OFs. Back in the day when I was on Snapchat, and that's where I got my start at 16 or 17, uh, and blew up on there, we used to do this thing called like Titty Tuesday and Hump Day where women would send in submissions and stuff. It, it was the sex sales. It blows up your account. Like It, 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 it was cool. Uh, I found while doing that, though, one reason why I quit it so long ago was I got numb to yep. hits and ass. Like I got also to where – like I got like even like right now I'm going through this thing to where I'm cutting out porn as mm -hmm. much as possible because mm -hmm. I think it's desensitizing me when it comes to actually having real yep. like connection and emotion yep. like or whatever. Do you get that way? I do get that way. Um, and I think I think that's such a great point to make. Like you do get desensitized. And I am like, obviously I want subscriptions. I want people there. I, I'm, I want them there, but I also understand that we're people like it's okay for people to take a break from OF. Yeah. If they want to circle back later, that's fine. It's not personal. I understand what it's there for. It's yeah. entertainment. And at some point when it becomes too much or not entertaining anymore, you just need to take a step back. And I do get that way a lot though, because, um, well, funny story, like we do a lot of, we have a lot of photographers, videographers that work with us. And um, we do a lot of like, there's a lot of like smoke and mirrors behind the scenes with yeah. OF that we have to do in order to get content done. And it's, we've asked photographers and videographers because they're all usually male. And we're like, how does this not, you know, affect you anymore? Like we're literally a bunch of uh, just women walking around naked tits out like for days in front of them. and it's the same thing over and over. Same with me. Like once you see it and see how it's done and it, it just, you're desensitized to it. Like yeah. it's not, it's not, um, it's just not real life, you know? So, uh, once we did, um, uh, this photographer happened to be staying in this house with us and we needed to get me and this one girl needed to get this scene done, a point of view video. And, he was like, well, how are you going to make that work? And I was like, listen, we've got this little thing of lotion. We're going to water it down. I need you to squirt it on our faces. Jesus and he was like, Christ. he's like, yeah, I used to think like I'd see these videos and think it was really sexy. And now I'm just going to see this video and realize like y'all got to do some shit to make stuff happen. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not real. It's not real. So um, it sucks. Like when people realize like, you know, what we do to make it uh, happen, but, <laughs> but it, you do get desensitized. Like I can see a bunch of hot chicks walking around now and I'm like, Hey, what's up? You want breakfast? Like, I don't. Yeah. So there's been several times now, probably close to 10, uh, the photographers and stuff that y'all have. Mm -hmm. Now, like I probably have not met a single one you've worked with. They hate me. They, yeah, do they hate it? They No, they hate me. Oh, they hate you. Yeah, like I've why? Got, I've got into it with several different photographers. Okay, I have to hear why with this. Well, I think they're fucking creeps, most of them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am. Uh, That's true. I, I'm a girl dad anyway, but I I have like mm. this. I have this thing 
regardless in my head to where I don't mind like being somebody's in their eyes, like their brother, whatever. And sure. I always feel like if a woman gets put in a vulnerable position, a man is supposed to step up and say something. Like sure. I'm, I was not raised to be, Hey, wait and let somebody else do the dirty work. If you've got mm -hmm. to, like if somebody's at a fucking line, you put them back in line. Like I've always You'll been fit in well in Texas. Yeah. That's why Come I like on. Texas so fucking much. You don't, <laughs> Nobody's waiting around to fucking nope, do the right you thing. you handle it. Yeah. yeah, and there has been a couple different instances, a couple, to where they made somebody very awkward or they said something. Mm -hmm. And the girls that are around us, especially the ones that's been around for a couple of years now, like they know that if they say something to me and then I'm going to be around that person, because what we do is we travel together as a family everywhere. Like our, we don't have friends. Like the people that are steady with us are our family. And mm -hmm. if you go somewhere and like, I got to shoot a podcast that day and we're all in the same house and you got to shoot content upstairs, go shoot content. Like we're working on oh, trips nice. together. Like we're just, yeah. everybody stays in their own lane, but does it. And mm -hmm. a couple different photographers have made it fucking weird and creepy with some of my girls that mm -hmm. I, I love to death. And those girls will tell me, and they'll even show me a message or whatever. I'll be like, are you sure that they meant it this way or whatever? And right. There's been, there's been a couple, like, I'll, I'll get in your face. I'm not, I'm not the one that, that won't. Right. Well, I have a, like, I'm a very strong personality. So I always hear situations like, like, do the girls say something too? Or are they just like, let it happen? Uh, you know? Well, because I, I would like straight up say, like, if, if I were in an awkward position, yeah. I'd be like, no, boundary I'm, set. I we know, don't do this. I know. I don't like that. Some of the more, um, I don't want to say older, because y'all are not old, but some of the ones that We're are older. probably 30 and older, older. That's, that's, that's okay with standing up to a man, like mm -hmm. they usually say something at, at the moment. Mm -hmm. But we recently had a fucking dude who was like, we asked this guy to take pictures of some of the girls that were, a normal everyday fucking picture, not, not fucking OnlyFans stuff or whatever. Right. And it was almost like the dude was being pushy yep. to, to one of our girls about, oh, you should do this. You should try this. Yep. And this good God-fearing Christian angel of a woman, uh, she's not fixing to do anything like that. And mm -hmm. it was the fact that she said no the first time. And then the rest of the time, she was like, no, I just want to take fucking regular ass pictures. And he just kept kind of pushing it. So then it got said, so then it got said to me. And of course I had had some liquor drinks or whatever. And I was, and I was like, Hey, look, if you're going to take pictures of that, if I hear it again, I'm going to make you eat your camera. Like, right. You're, you're but so I, you know, good for her, first of all, for saying something for yeah. some reason, like when women say it, people think that's an invitation to keep pushing. But if we get very, you know, firm about yep. it and stand our boundaries, we're bitches. No, or, absolutely you know, not. You're, like no. it's, it's, it's really kind of like I don't know. It's it's scary because girls don't want to stand up. Like they feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They feel awkward. They feel they don't want to offend anybody. But these older women, us older women, like we just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like you need to be told that that is inappropriate. And I've been put in many positions like that. And it is hard because I used to be a photographer. I had my own business for about 10 years. But most of the photographers, especially in the industry, are male. And you because have to. Because they're perverts. 
Well, I was gonna say you have to feel it yeah. out because I'm actually there's a photographer right now I'm speaking to. They're brand new. They wanted to take photos um, for the por portfolio, and I'm totally yeah. fine with that. I love supporting you know new businesses and stuff. But then they were like, "But I can also shoot your OF stuff, and I can you know I can do all the behind yeah. the scenes of that." And I'm like, mm, "I don't know you. I'm good." Mm -hmm. And it's so important in the OF industry to like it's a it's really a small world and yeah. to to talk about these people and the ones that are Absolutely. good and that work well with other people, like promote them, keep them close yeah. because not many people understand how it works. And if they do, I even had one photographer that was like, he's wonderful. And he said, you need to bring your own cards to the session and you need yeah. to just pay for the raws. Like the, don't let them use your cards. So many photographers I've worked with, they're like, you, you don't get a contract with them. Um, so I always have to ask all the questions like, what do you, yeah. where do these photos go after? What are you doing with them? Are you selling them on other platforms? Um, and they usually are. And people don't oh, even know. They're they selling are. them on Patreon. They're selling them on OF. And you have no idea where your photos are online. And it's just, it's, it's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. One photographer I sat with in the car once to go to a spot and he was like, well, I've never been alone in the car with an OF girl. Should we do some content together really quick? And I was like, I'm getting out. We're not yeah. doing this. See, I just, I know men and women can be friends. Like I'm not For saying sure. that you can't, but I can't even like right now looking at you. I'm obviously <laughs> attracted to you. You have little ass shorts on. Like it's, it's impossible for like, bitch. You hot hush. All right. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't do it. Don't shrug your fucking head. If if my old lady was sitting here, she'd be like, she's hot. Like it, it's it's a compliment. Well, but the thing is, it. it's impossible for a man, a heterosexual man, to be in that position and see you in a vulnerable position and not in one way or another sexualize you in yep. their head. It's not that that's not a switch you can turn the fuck off. Yeah, that's that's so interesting that you say that, too, because um, I have had it's so different for men and women. First of all, yeah. I've had a photographer where, you know, you look over and you realize like they're having a moment while they're shooting you and you're like, OK, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but you can't it depends on their level of professionalism, because I understand that some physical things you cannot turn off. But mentally, if you're handling it professionally, I'm fine with that. But there are also situations like. Cause I, um, I have not branched out into like, I've had some mainstream porn industry people contact me to do content with me. And in my head, I'm like, it's not a big deal. I'm a girl. Like, honestly, I can put on a show and yeah. not really feel anything at all. Like I could be fine with it. But for guys, you literally have to be like, if you're seeing a naked chick, you're involved, you're, you're, you know, so yeah. it's, it's just so different for girls and guys, but yeah, with photographers, if they're male videographers, like they can, they can say like, they're fine with it, but honestly, yeah. like, you just gotta. I'm I'm sure there's one professional. I, I'm sure there's one fucking percent of them out there that are one hundred percent professional, but mm -hmm. the other ninety nine. Ninety nine. Oh, it's ninety nine percent. We're fucking cavemen, <laughs> dude. We have not evolved that much. I well, am a fucking. I still have monkey brain. I see a bad bitch, and even if I know that I shouldn't. And I know that I can't because I'm seeing somebody or whatever, or I know that they're with somebody or mm -hmm. whatever somebody's like relationship is. 
I still can't help those thoughts in my head. And I would imagine that there is 1% that can completely do it. Mm-hmm. It's the one. desensitization that we yeah. talked about. Like they do it so much that yeah. honestly, well, at some point they don't care. Yeah. But the re- that other 99, dude, they're definitely beating it when they get home. If they can <laughs> wait till they get home or they're doing it the second they get in the car. Like there's no way. Well, you I, have keep not, your own I have not met the first guy that has, that does it, that films that right off the bat. I did not think <laughs> what a fucking creep. I actually, because again, I'm very, very picky about it. I have a couple photographers in my corner that I would trust with the world. I don't have many. And I obviously I'm always willing to branch out and work with people, but I don't start off. Like you don't get to see, I I need to feel comfortable with you, but I also don't know what happens after they leave. I don't know what they're thinking. All I know is, you know, is the vibe good. And because I am very sensitive to how like people, what they're saying, like sometimes People are trying to be like your hype person, like mm-hmm. as a photographer, they're like, oh my God, you're so sexy. You're doing such a good job. And you have to toe that line. Like, are you yeah. just like trying to make me feel good in front of the camera or is this getting awkward? Yeah. Um, and so you just have to, I don't know, it's minute by minute, honestly, in the industry. So if you can find a good photographer, a yeah. good videographer in the business, don't let them go. It's very rare. I've had some photographers that are like, maybe, I don't know if I should go completely, you know, OF. And I'm like, if you do, like <clears throat> just keep it professional and we'll always come back to you because it's hard to find. Yeah. You can't just go to a boudoir photographer and be like, listen, I need you to do it's, yeah. it's just hard the to find. Younger, so. The younger girls that we work with, I try to beat it in their head. Please find female photographers, use them. Mm-hmm. You'll probably feel more comfortable. You'll probably be more open to doing things because you don't have that in the back of your mind that you're that you're vulnerable around a man Mm -hmm. i get it i I fucking wouldn't want to be in that kind of state in front of a man yeah it again it is so hard like so so hard because it's predominantly a male industry there are females like don't get me wrong and there are some amazing uh female photographers but it's there are a lot fewer and even worse a lot of the veteran photographers that know exactly you know how to shoot properly with their cameras are older men like they're older men and it can get creepy sometimes so it does you just gotta protect yourself you have to be aware you have to vet them beforehand don't just show up somewhere and god please don't show up alone to a photo shoot all women like please don't do that it's not safe i can't tell you how many women just show up they're like yeah he said he was gonna shoot me in a studio and i'm like you better be bringing some reinforcements. Yeah, like, don't. Oh, I know one, and I won't call her name out. She brought her boyfriend with her. Did not tell this photographer that she was bringing her boyfriend with her. They but he didn't get, like that. They got to the place, and as soon as he saw the boyfriend, mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, something came up. I, I'm so sorry. Yep. Here's your money back." And so that that's where, and I'm not knocking all of them. Like I said, you no, you, yeah, there, definitely there not are, all of them. But there's there's you said it while ago. There's a small. This is a small world y'all live in, right? Yep. So there's not a million of these guys out there. So mm-hmm. it, I just wish I just wish for everybody's sake and safety, because I think I'm one of the few men that would sit here and say I know I couldn't do it. 
Like, well, sure. Yeah, like, but it's also where, like, not that I'm going to try to, like, force myself on somebody or whatever, mm -hmm. but I know I wouldn't be professional. I can't walk into fucking Victoria's Secret and act <laughs> like an adult. There's Me no either. way I can put there. myself in that situation. And yeah. I think I'm pretty fucking strong-willed. I get to be around y'all all the time. Mm -hmm. And if I don't hit on you, if I don't make a move on you, I don't try to sleep with somebody who's known for being a good time uh, for the stuff that they posted. I think I'm pretty fucking strong willed. And I know a lot of men aren't. That's just where I get, I just get weird with it and get protected. Well, it's not weird. Like you're a man, you understand like how men work. We don't like we, we think we do. We think we know, mm -hmm. you know, how things work, but at the end of the day, we just have to be self-aware. We have to know our environment. We have to be safe. Yeah. And um, like I said, like when you find somebody that even if they're having these thoughts, like we can't prove one way or another, we oh, really no. can't we'll never know. But as long as they act a certain way on, you know, when you're working with them and when behind the scenes and, you know, when you're off the camera, as long as everybody keeps it very professional, I'm okay to trust that. Like, yeah. As long as you're, you're presenting them with like, Hey, I'm going to bring this person. And they're like, great, great. Bring, bring them. Perfect. I can work with that. Um, in fact, I just met a photographer recently. Um, and worked with him with a whole group of us, like six people. And he was wonderful. So easy to work with. And um, I told, you know, I I'll tell everybody about him. He's just, he's so great. He, he's gone back to work with some of those same girls and they all have the same thing to say. Like, yeah. he's just, he's, he's wonderful. But again, that's not every, that's one photographer yeah. out of uh, 10 that I've worked with recently. Yeah. So I, it just depends on, it just depends on how they act. Like we can't, we can't force them to think certain ways, but it just depends on how they act and, and you know, you don't want to feel uncomfortable. So. Yeah. That has got to be regardless of what you're doing, whether you're filming, who you're working with, whatever, mm -hmm. the, being comfortable has got to be the main part. It's so hard to like, it's a vulnerable position. I don't care how long you've been doing OF. The second you take off your clothes and have to pose a certain way or act a certain way. Um, I mean, certain things get easier, but you got a stranger in the room with a camera and you're trying to look good and it's hard. I have, just... <laughs> I have uh, filmed myself with exes before and I don't know how the fuck y'all do it. Let me tell you, every time <laughs> I've looked back and looked like whatever, usually as I'm shit faced or they're shit faced and you're like, oh, this is a great idea. And then you look the next day and you're like, what the fuck were we thinking? This is getting deleted right now. <laughs> I am not confident at all. And I'm a I, confident person. Fucking on camera is a whole different animal. It's a whole different ball game. Like I, that's another thing. Like people are like, well, um, how are you not? Well, with photographers and videographers, how are you not turned on? What, how we're thinking of so many things at that time. Yeah. That's not sexy stuff. Is this the right angle? Am I getting the right shot? Is this the right lighting? Um, are we doing the things that, you know, we've been needing to sell? Like so many things are going through our mind and then you got to put on the sexy face at the same time, honestly, enjoying that moment. Like you, you can, but it just depends on how much is involved with it. So photographers, videographers, us, when we're shooting ourselves, there's just so much going through our heads at the time that we don't have time to think mm -hmm. sexy thoughts. <laughs> we had uh, so I had came up with this gimmick to do probably like Thanksgiving of last year. And I'd wanted to do it for a while. I started an OnlyFans, but it was, okay. it was satire. So it was like, I, I like dark comedy, like me too, up, like fucked up shit. You're not supposed to like. 
I know. And, it's and, so funny, though. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post some really funny shit. Like, I've got a big rubber chicken over here. And, like, the first video I did was, like, me facing away, me having the chicken in my hand turn around, like, open house coat, some ugly fucking looking boxers. And it's like, hey, if you want to see me play with my big cock, when I turned around, or no, I said, if you want to see me, if you want to see me chuck my chicken, go subscribe to my whatever OnlyFans page Ooh. or whatever. And yeah. I did it. I just did two photo shoots. And they were funny, not no nudity. I would, didn't want to post anything nude, nude, but I wanted it to be so fucking funny. Like, I did. I wanted it to be so obvious I wasn't trying to be sexy, right? That it was fucking funny, and they were yeah. funny. But I was like, okay, I made X amount of, off of this in a month, and I just I don't have the energy for it. I it's could, I can only imagine what the fuck is like for you. It's guys. a lot. I. It, I'm all about mental health, but at sometimes I don't think people realize how involved everything is. Like you, no. if you are awake, your camera needs to be on you for various parts of content. Like you're, you're either shooting for TikTok, you're shooting for reels, you're, you know, shooting for a behind the scenes. Like you need to be shooting all the time and people don't realize how, like it can mess with you. It can really mess with you. Some days I just wake up and I'm like, I don't want to do my hair. I don't want to do my makeup. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to talk to anybody, but you have to, you wake up. If you're in this industry, you are owed, you know, and you owe these people answering their messages, sending them selfies. Like some people are requiring certain videos. They pay yeah. for certain videos. It's all day, every day. And it, it can get to you. There's a reason people drop off quickly. I, it's not, it's not easy. Look, I'll tell you, I agree with most of what you just said, but I am big believer in if you wake up and you're feeling that way, post one thing saying, Hey, I need to take a mental health day. Mm -hmm. I'll get back with you tomorrow. And if they get upset about it, fuck them. They're, you know, you That's know, actually a really good point. I have like, some people that have diehards that have been with me since day one yeah. and they will preemptively message me and they'll say, you know, they're just so amazing. And they'll yeah. say, I saw you were up late last night. I feel like you need to make sure you get your rest today. Like they're always checking in like, Oh my God, such amazing people. And then you've got other people that are like, can you do a call? Can you do a call now? Can you do a call now? Can you do a call now? And I'm like, I legit am at work right now. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> our biggest thing on the show, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter if it's an artist person, social media personality, only fans girl. Uh, we push mental health more than anything. I'm a suicide survivor mm -hmm. from like 2010. Oh, wow. And Bless. like, and like, I have learned since then in the past 14 years, my triggers, all this other stuff, I help people with it. it it's where like, it's not even taboo for me to talk about. It used mm -hmm. to be like where I would bring that up. It'd be like, I tried to commit suicide in 2010. Like it'd be hard to even say. And now it's like, I tried to off myself. Well, I guess, but this is why, like, I felt like that's my mission in life. Like I, not to get rich and I ain't get famous. It's to bring light to it's okay to not be okay. And to talk about it for you get to those dark places. And I, I progress every couple of months. I get a little bit better with anxiety and depression and all this kind of stuff. But one of the things that I started doing probably about a month ago is I started putting my phone on do not disturb like half of the day. Like, yeah. and I, and it's where like, it's like, look, if I'm working on a podcast, if I'm working on content, if I'm working on whatever, or if I'm just being a lazy piece of shit, 
Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be. I it's okay. I don't owe it. Like I appreciate everybody that follows, that keeps up, that listens to the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't message the people and say, "Hey, please go listen to the show right now." So I right. shouldn't have to be at their beck and call. And I think too many people get it confused. Like we, I don't work for you. We kind of work together, regardless of mm-hmm. what it is. Like this goes hand in hand. I appreciate you being part and giving me money, but at the same time, I'm providing you entertainment or I'm providing you whatever. So you, Mm -hmm. you've got to be okay when I need a break. And if you're not, I don't want you fucking listening to me. Yeah. You don't need to be in my circle. Right. I I don't, I don't need you. Yeah. I actually, uh, let's see a couple of years ago, I went off social media altogether for two or three years. I didn't have it. I only got it back when I decided to do the OF thing, which was only a year ago. So I had to relearn all of social and all the, you know, bumps and bruises that come with it. And it's been, it's, it's insane. Like I, if, whenever your phone, you like every Sunday does like the, uh, tracks how long you've been online or on your phone for the week. I can't even look at it. Cause it's like, oh, so I, won't. I will not I, look at it. Oh, it's sickening. I don't want to know because I am like my phone. I, not only do I have one phone now, I have two phones, sometimes three phones in my hand at any time because I'm constantly having to stream. Like I, I wake up and think, okay, I've got to be online for at least eight hours actively today. That's not even posting. That's not recording content. That's just online, like being live or whatever. And it's it's overwhelming. So there are days like, you know it's just ebbs and flows in life and some days I crash and some days I just don't turn on my phone and I get people that get very angry they do (laughs) but um yeah I just have to check out sometimes especially when like actually real life things happen like my I have a I had a chicken coop with chickens and ducks and it burned down uh right around the new year and it was awful like those were my pets like they they were everything to me and I just fell into like this dark spot for a minute And first of all, haters are still in the comment section with that, you know, making fun of the fact that it happened. Um, So I I just unplugged my phone. Like, I just, I didn't want to be a part of it. And people got real upset that I wasn't online. Like they, they did not like the fact that I was gone for a couple of days and it sucks, but I understand that people are paying for a service, but. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that they pay for this. I don't think that's why they have that connection. I think that these people have a false sense of reality. Yeah. I think that they think that we owe them something for one, but I also think they have a better in their head. They think that you and me have a better connection with them than we actually do. It's not our fault that you that's don't. hard to say. That's so hard to say. Cause you want to, you want to present them, you know, with that false reality almost yeah. make some money, but it is for entertainment entertainment purposes yeah. only. Well, like that want, is what it's for. It is not for dating. It's not a it, dating app. You want to have the connection with them. You want you, do. you want them to trust you. You want to trust them regardless of what it what it is, what mm-hmm. you do, what I do. But also there's that fine line there. Yeah. Where it's like you you have to realize, like at some point in time, that this isn't healthy the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like there's some people that just don't understand. Like I told yep. you earlier, the reason why I won't subscribe or whatever is I am foolish enough to think, and I'm just going to use you an example because you're the one I'm talking to right now. I am foolish enough to think that if me and you were in a bar and we hit it off, mm-hmm. like something might happen. 
but mm-hmm. I, that's not why I would invite you to the bar, obviously. So don't think I'm a fucking weirdo. But I don't <laughs> didn't cross my mind. You okay. brought it up. <laughs> but well, I just I fucking say it to say it. But it's where like I I don't want to build a connection with somebody online and not know them in real life. Yep. Yeah. So like it would make yeah, fuck. I mean, it's I get where you need to have it, but at the same time, we need to be on the same page or we don't need to be on a page at all. Right. Yeah. It is hard too because the way I run my social media, it can cause some confusion because I like to yep. be there, present, a personality, you know, somebody relatable, somebody that's on there. Whereas there's other OF girls that sometimes I get so jealous. I'm like, they're doing it the right way. They are on there, they post, and then they check out. Yeah. They don't read comments. They don't post their daily life. They don't post you know, anything intimate or real about them. They keep it very surface level. This is sex. Take it or leave it. See you later. Yeah. And I wish I would have done that. Like, I love having this connection with people. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, learning about people and being able to have conversations with them when I go live and get to know them a little bit better. But I've often wondered if that actually is a deterrent. Um, like people, if you know too much about somebody or you respect them on a different level other than that surface sexual level, yeah. maybe I don't get, I, I'm losing subs because of it because they don't want to sexualize me. They don't want to, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know. That's just me overthinking all day long, but I'm like, no, no, I, I completely did I do it wrong. It. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, I get that so much though. And I've mm-hmm. never had a girl on the show say that before. Yeah. But it's where uh, that that's a hundred percent would be true in my mind. I yeah. if I look at you, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to sure. any of the girls we've ever had on the show when I say this. But in your position, if I was to subscribe to somebody's stuff, I want to ask you to do the shit that has never been done to me that I've never. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Scene that sure. I, w- I want you, not, not degrade, degrade's not the right word. I want you to be what I've never had. Or, or anything like that. Well, that's that would, the whole point of it, right? Yeah, that's the it, whole point to to be able to tell somebody your deep dark secrets yeah. and have those accepted, right? Like it'd that's be, what it's all for. It'd be real hard for me to build a relationship with you, and then be like, oh, by the way, this is what I want you to do. Yeah, right? there's no fucking yeah. way I could do it. No, right? Like I've thought about it. I'm like, these people know me as a professional online. They know me yeah. as like the dorky girl. They know me as like girl next door. And then like to be able to disconnect that and go on OF and be like, all right, now I want you yeah. to do like, they know that like, yeah. they know I'm weird and they know too much about me. And I do think that's a disservice that I did for myself, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, but I, also but think- I think about that all the time when people are like, I want to do a video with you. Um, I, but I don't want to know anything about you. I don't yeah. want to know anything about your family because this is business. And basically we need to stay like we're objects, we're props and we need to keep it that way. Otherwise there are well, weird feelings. That's the character you're playing though. That's the, right. That's how, that's how I would separate it in my head is that it is. that's not you. Cause like I, right. I've seen yourself, like I said, I reached out to you or said something to you cause a couple of weeks ago, because I was like, your stuff looks interesting. Like it, <laughs> it does. I, I was like, I love having OnlyFans girls on the show anyway because y'all sure. always have a fucking story. You oh, always so many have stories. a great story. I can't I was, even. I was yeah. disappointed one time. We're almost on show 503 years. 
But I was only disappointed one time there was a girl we had on the show that was covered in tattoos from head to toe. Mm-hmm. This fake tits, fake ass, all this kind of stuff. She was a stripper. And when you saw her, you were like, and I know this is going to sound so fucked up what I'm about to say. But it was like this bitch has been through some shit when you saw her for her to be mm-hmm. for her to be this now. And then when she got on the show, it was like, oh no, I had a great childhood. I, <laughs> I nothing bad's ever happened to me. Like I've never dealt with drug addiction. Uh, I just decided I wanted a bunch of tattoos and wanted to strip. It was one of the most boring shows ever from somebody when you looked at it was like oh, right. Man, this bitch you got expect a something. Yeah, and it was nothing. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, we all have stories. Maybe she was yeah. just hiding them. Like you can have a great childhood, but yeah. she still got some stories. She's just being, she's hiding it from you. Like we all have stories, really. Yeah. So, but honestly. when I when I saw your stuff, and I'm not knocking uh, any of the other girls that follow me that sure. I just haven't reached out to, you sure. can tell who's different and who's unique. Like you, you, you can tell. Like it's, I like the stuff that you post. Like and it's well, that makes me feel good. It's not. I don't know. It's hard. There's some people that stand out. I guess is the best. Yeah. Way. But, it, but well, it's personality wise, and yeah. it's this is gonna sound even more fucked up. And if somebody's gonna definitely take this the wrong way, bring it on. They're gonna take everything yeah, the wrong way. When I saw you, if I'm attracted to somebody from the stuff they post, and they're not trying to sexualize themselves in those posts, I'm like mm-hmm. this person obviously has a good personality and they'll be entertaining. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like my deterrent when I, when I'm picking people, I don't just I pick somebody fair. because they're hot. I was like, I'm attracted to this person in, in a different way. So mm-hmm. there's gotta be something to them. Yeah. There's, I've talked about this with all the other women I've worked with too. Like there's an abundance of tits and ass online. Like you can, there's a reason when people come to us and they're like, well, you can just get this online for free. I'm like, you yeah. sure the fuck can why are we still making six figures then? Because we're different. You've got to put something else out there. You have to have a personality. You have to have people want to come to you, but apparently you can't put too much out there because you don't want them to get to know you too much. And all of a sudden I'm in like the sister zone, you know, like, Oh, she's such a cute little girl online. I don't want that. So it's hard. Um, but I have always, and I, this is not to like toot my own horn or anything, but I grew up in a very male dominated industry. My mom, um, is, was, and is a, a truck driver. She's been long haul my whole life. Um, she worked in an aluminum plant for a while and I worked there with her. Like I have worked around, you know, some really tough men and women and my whole life, I have known there is something different about me. And I don't know what it is because I would always like, since I was very young, I could draw people to me. And again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like uh, say anything positive about myself that no, other people don't have here, but there's been something like I've been hit on. I've been, you know, people will always come to me to talk to me. People I, I've been inappropriately hit on in so many settings, like at work or whatever. I remember a patient came in. He was not my patient. He was like, um, I loved your pigtails the other day. I was just thinking about them all day after I left. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I told myself, I'm like, I would make a great stripper or a, <laughs> you know, bartender someday. Like, I like if, if people are going to do this to me, I'm going to yeah. capitalize on That's it. That's a fucking lootly And then OF came up and I'm like, what? I can like post stuff and make money in my sleep and still do the personality thing. That's yeah. my calling. That's what I'm doing. 
Yeah. yeah First off, know. thank you for not wearing pigtails because I would not <laughs> have been able to do this interview. I don't know what it is. Pigtails and curly hair. I don't know what it is either. Uh, Anytime I, I feel stupid. You, I'm 37 years old. I put pigtails in. I'm like, I am definitely front. It right don't now. matter. Like, my it doesn't matter. Uh, my dick, it. my dick turns into a toddler every time I see a bitch in pigtails. It's like uh, noted, noted. More ruling. pigtail content. Got it. Jesus Christ! Perfect. I don't know what it is about it. It's very fucking weird. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know either. I mean, I'm here for it. Like, yeah, y'all keep these coming. Like, I, I'll put pigtails in every day. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't understand. That's why it's so nice. Actually, I'll I'll bounce ideas off of guys all the time. I'm like, I feel <laughs> ugly. I just woke up. I don't have makeup on. My hair's disheveled. I got pigtails, and they're like, perfect. That's what yeah. we want. Are you a nerd? I'm a big nerd. I'm a nerd too. You got to do some Princess Leia shit. It would fit you perfectly. <sighs> I, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. I have so many like random ass costumes that involve pigtails and buns. Like it's stupid. Wait, have, is that why I fucking started following you? No, oh, I, no. Started, I, started, <laughs> I started following you cause we got a mutual friend, but yeah, it was where haven't you posted shit like in costumes and stuff? I have, I don't do a lot. Like I'm not a cosplay person, but yeah. I do costumes and stuff. I, one of my biggest things, people love the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader thing. I live in the Dallas Fort Worth it. area and I'll wear it to the games and people just like oh, I eat it up. It. They eat it up. But I am big into football in general. And so yeah. I have all 32 hats for the teams yeah. for professional uh, football for the NFL. And I always wear the hats with pigtails. Well, and people yeah, love that's, it. That's they love it. And TikTok took that down too. They don't like girls in pigtails with a football stuff apparently i don't i don't fucking know uh it's probably it's probably because they're fucking trying to license the nfl for something <laughs> and, they, and they don't and they don't want some good looking woman half dressed in their in their gear or whatever which is yeah as fuck yeah but they'll never tell you that they're just like community guidelines Get yeah the there's definitely there's definitely something behind that yeah it's i'm ridiculous. very glad you don't do the cosplay thing I yeah, don't I know. know why that is such a weird turn on for me. I did not know it was a turn on for me. <laughs> well, don't recently. tell me not to do it now. I'm going to do it even harder now. I'm a cosplay girl now. Well, it's official. <clears throat> I'm doing it. Well, bitch, when I get a bus to Fort Worth, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is either, but it's so attractive. Like when I come across women's yeah. pages that do it and do it well. Like you oh, can't yeah, just you wear a well. Spider-Man costume and walk around. Nah. Like you got to do it well. And when I see it, I'm like, they like, they know exactly what they're doing. They're doing such a good job. And on that note, for everybody out there that hates on things or gets mad about things, yeah. when women do, we're not stupid. When we do something weird or we know it's pushing boundaries, like we're doing it for a reason. We're getting, we're trying to get a reaction for good yeah. or bad. Like sometimes women will post things that they know the reason they're posting it is to get all the hate in the oh, comments absolutely. because it gets traction. So I hate when people think we're idiots. We're like, we know what we're doing. We've done our research. We, we are not just like mindless, you know, putting our bodies out there. Like there's, there's a method well, to the madness and well, there's it's unfortunate. There's something special about women like you anyway. Uh, I've always said, and this is where like our listening audience is usually like 75 to 85 or 75 to 80 percent women mm -hmm. and good what's I've, up my girls i've said it so much i respect a woman that has the mentality that men are stupid 
and that you have the capability. No, we are. We're fucking. I can't. I'm I wouldn't fucking, say stupid. No, I, just, we're I don't fucking, like when they assume I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that you ladies are smart enough to where you're not hurting that fella. You're giving them just what they want, but they're they're gonna give you their money because they, it's like they can't help it. But everybody's happy in that scenario. I mean, not, yeah. not, not, everybody's yeah. literally happy. Whether you're a waitress and you wear a low-cut shirt to get better tips that day, if you're a stripper and you mm -hmm. pick the lonely guy at the bar, if if mm -hmm. you do OnlyFans, and it's yeah. where you're literally giving the person what they're paying for. It's, yeah. it's, there's nothing wrong with it. I wish. No, I it's a mutual respect. It's yeah. an agreement. You know, as yeah. long as everybody's happy and they feel that that has been fulfilled at some level, like it's a good relationship. That's why when you find certain people that, um, you know, on the platform where, you know, they're willing to spend money, you're going to give them your time. And it frustrates me when people, um, that, oh man, people on Instagram, when I don't, I don't answer their messages on Instagram, like they get so frustrated because they're like, why won't you talk to me? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It has to do with my allotment of time and where that, and it sounds awful, oh, it but there are people literally paying me and respecting my time and I have to prioritize them. I have yeah. to, that's how it is. And it's unfortunate. Like I hate saying like, yeah, people pay me. And so I have to, you know, provide services to them, but that's how it is. I only have so many hours in a day. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's fucked up at all. I think it is people aren't out there working for free. No, like they they, they want to think because we work in social media that it's just carefree. That is this. It's crazy that. that people really think it's as easy as like posting a picture. I wish it were that easy. I'd have yeah. a lot more free time, but literally people that. ask like, what do you do? Like, what do you do on the weekends and stuff? I'm like this. This yeah. is what I do. I am all like, you could say I'm walking the streets, but I'm like, this is a literal apartment that I'm in right now yeah. for content creation. I don't live here. Yeah. So I come here, I have outfits that I have to, you know, I have to do, I'll put one outfit on, I'll do TikToks in it, or I call them TikToks, reels, yeah. TikToks, whatever you want to call them now. Um, I'll do reels, TikToks in it. I'll do photo shoots. Um, I'll do like a strip tease video. I'll do a full, you know, dirty video to post and yeah. then i'm on to the next outfit and i do that all day long don't and then i got to do personal calls i got to go live six to eight hours a day i have to do live streams for of i have to plan like i'm the director i'm the producer i'm the model i'm you know doing all the camera angles so it's just it's very involved in people that think like we don't know what we're doing or yeah. it's crazy that people think that um like we don't actually have teams working with us. Like I have financial advisors working with me that I, I do my, you know, QuickBooks every month. Like I, I don't, I don't just willy nilly have like money flying everywhere. <laughs> I have a legal team. Like I am a professional. Like if you come at me, I have a legal team. Yeah. Um, I, I have everybody working behind the scenes with me. So when people just think I'm just posting a picture on Instagram and, you know, they get so mad because they're like, how dare you get paid for this? I'm like, if you only knew how involved this was, like it's, yeah, it's a people, lot more than just a selfie. <laughs> yeah. People, people's never going to get it. Uh, no. did you grow up like in a small town or, or I know you told me where you came from earlier, but how does like, yeah. you're, you're, you're like, I guess like your family, uh, what was the I have... like to wear? Oh, how they feel about this? Yeah. So I grew up, um, oh, that's, 
Such a good question. I grew up a little bit of everywhere. My dad was in the army. Um, and then my parents got divorced. So we traveled around everywhere. And then when they got divorced, I traveled even more, but I grew up, um, my mom's side of the family is Mormon. And here we go. I'm telling you, but my mom is such a fucking badass. She's the truck driver. She, um, she's kind of a rebel. Like, so her side of the family's Mormon, but she's just, she's the outcast. And when she would go drive trucks, I would have to go stay with her mom, my grandma for extended periods of time. Um, and my grandma was like devout. So while my mom was out driving truck, my grandma's like indoctrinating us, like teaching us everything we need to know so we can be better. And, uh, she got us baptized. Um, so I've lived, I was born in California. I've lived in Oregon, Utah, uh, Arizona, um, Colorado. I've lived almost everywhere, Washington. And, uh, when we got baptized, my mom was like, that's cool. And actually me and my brother, we ran with it. Like we were like good kids because we didn't have like our mom there all the time. So we just wanted to keep the peace. Like we wanted everybody to like us so that they'll bring us in their home while mom's gone. Like we wanted to like be good. So we kind of raised ourselves um, and were, you know, just very strict on ourselves. So the Mormon faith for us was like good because there was good and there was bad. And you just if you just kept doing the good, then everything would be fine. And so um, I grew up that way. Like my mom was not she she didn't participate in it at all. And um, it got even so bad, though, to the point where I remember I remember judging my mom in my head thinking like, well, she should just change her ways and like do this thing. Like everything would be fine. And I look back on that now and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Like you, what you a have, horrible way to live. You like didn't have it's no just choice. so awful. You didn't have to, I love how fucking insane Mormons are. I yeah. love it. Uh, by the way, you need to look up my girl, Tawny J. She does show. Oh yeah. Feel. Uh, yeah. We did a show with her. It's called From Mormon to Mommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all two would probably love each other and have some. Oh my God. Shit, shit I can't wait to talk with her. It's, it's, she's so fucking cool. But, uh, dude, let me tell you the people, if you don't ever watch any documentaries about Mormons, you don't know, especially like where I'm from, because it's not, it's not a huge thing here. Mm-hmm. But the more and more I've watched and the more and more that y'all were indoctrinated with just. Mm-hmm lunacy crazy yeah like it's like you couldn't have helped it you you probably would have been in your mind not being a good mormon if you wasn't judging your mother all right right like it's but yeah feel that way you yeah there's no way you should have felt that way but you didn't have a choice yeah it's it's so hard because what what it came down to is we didn't have a community a family and that religion became our family that was our you know that was our safe place. Me and my brother, like my mom was there always for us when she could be. But when they got divorced, my mom, and my dad, like we, it was just us. So we would have friends, family taking care of us. And I need to preface this. Like the Mormon people are the most loving. I mean, not all of them. There's a lot of judgmental assholes out yeah. there, but overall the community is just so loving and supportive. And there are so many, like, especially when I lived in Boston, even when I was yeah. in Boston, I was Mormon. And there are like, you don't find liberal Mormons very often, Mm -hmm. but there are Mormons up there that like want to shake the whole system of the Mormon faith. And I loved them. Like, it's so nice to see people think outside the box in religions that typically you're not allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to have those kind of people there. So I've seen 
people of all, you know, beliefs in the Mormon faith. And there truly are some amazing people out there. So I don't want to knock them. But when you get so involved with a certain religion or a set of beliefs, you you just you brainwash yourself and, and it's hard to get out. And and then we're back to mental health, the yeah. depression and the anxiety. But you have to tuck it all down because you're not supposed to feel this mm -hmm. way in a religion because, you know, you're supposed to be grateful for everything. It's so hard. Well, um, and that's actually the reason I got out. I got so depressed. It was I awful. I don't know how you couldn't be. Uh, but you can be yeah. an extremist in any religion. It just happens to be like absolutely. You can be an extremist not in yeah. a religion. Like it's, yeah, if you, yeah. it's hard. But when you're being fed this information every day from everybody around yeah. you, you just want to fit it, in. It's you just know? with the Mormons and the Latter Day Saints. Latter Day just, Saints are Mormon. Are oh, Mormon. Okay. But aren't yeah. like one of them like more extreme than the other? Um, there's I, so Latter Day I, Saints and Mormons are the same thing there are like branches that are broken off yeah. and they do polygamy and stuff. Mormons yeah, yeah, don't yeah. do polygamy, well, but um, yeah, there are different sects of Mormonism that um, well, they don't, of, they don't, they don't accept them as Mormons, but there well, are different. With, sects well, with both of them, it's just, it just seems like every story you've ever heard though. Like there's not many people that don't come out and I don't think you, I don't think Tani, I don't think y'all are fucked up at all. I don't think mm -hmm. you're doing what you're doing now because you grew up as a Mormon. I think it's something that you're no. comfortable with. You're happy with. I don't think yeah. it's anything like that. Right. But like with me, I'm a Christian. I'm just not a very good one. I, me and <laughs> Jesus, me and Jesus are good, but the rest of the world can kiss my ass if they don't, they don't need to know all my shit, but I don't that. believe in organized religion anymore because I think we have a mm -hmm. false sense of it to where like, it's just supposed to be our relationship with God and how we treat others in my mind. Right. And, I and, think that's fair. Yeah. And, I go back and forth with it. Cause like religion is just, it, there's so many factors that like, it's, I don't know, people. Well, people have took it, people have took it and they've made it what they wanted to make. Right. It. And right. that's not, that's even like, I'm not knocking Mormons, but sure. just the story of how even it came to be mm -hmm. like that religion. It's like, You've it's got, a lot to swallow got, even when you're mormon yeah. you're just like okay uh i'm gonna try to believe this and yeah. if you don't believe it you need to go pray harder and try harder yeah, to believe it i'm just like oh, it's hard but also too, yeah I, i'm not the one that's gonna judge anybody to each your own if you're happy and you're living a good life and that's what you sure. believe uh, but i'm also the person the reason why i've gotten to so many arguments with christians uh about it is because i don't necessarily think that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't think being a Muslim is wrong. I don't think being sure. a Buddhist is wrong. Uh, if I would have been raised in the Middle East, there's a really good chance that I would have been raised a Muslim, and that's all I would have ever known. I think because of what I believe in so strongly in my faith that I would have came to know Jesus Christ later on in my life. But without me knowing any different, how would I know about Christianity when all I've ever known was being a Muslim? Mm -hmm. Therefore, you're going to think that everything else is wrong. That's that's the sure. same thing with growing up in a Mormon household or was, whatever. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah you just. Yeah, I know. really think uh, it's same for religion. Same for like, there's people here in Texas that have never left Texas, and I'm just like, y'all yeah. got to get out. You gotta you gotta experience the world. It's same for religion. Just living in general. Like if if you are not familiar with the other side of what, yeah. you know, you've never experienced, then you're always going to be afraid of it. You're always going to think it's a bad thing. You're always going to, 
So unless I always tell people, like, if you if you're mad at a certain type of person, go find one of those people and get to know them. And as soon as you have like somebody that, you know, face to face, that is that thing that is the boogeyman to you. It usually changes your mind on it and maybe not change your mind, but softens your opinion. You have a little bit more grace with people like it's I don't know. I feel like so many people are just scared of so many things because they're told they need to be afraid of it. And if they would just experience life a little bit more, I'm not saying you have to agree with it. You you might just have have a little bit more. You don't have to agree with it, but there ought to be a, a mutual respect. In my right. mind, like if if I ask you something and you giving me and you give me a pot a passionate response, mm-hmm. then I have to in my head say this person is just as passionate about that side of the argument as I am about this one. Sure, no, nobody's right or fucking wrong. No, it's just too many people are so uncomfortable with the unknown that mm-hmm. when they hear something that is unknown. They're automatically like, oh, this is yeah, wrong. that knee jerk reaction. It's wrong. It's, like, it's no, bad. No. It's scary. Like the unknown is scary. And fear, you know, ruins a lot of relationships a in the world. A lot. But it's yeah, it it's just it's awful that like if we could all just and I'm not saying you gotta give up your beliefs. I'm not saying you have to give up anything. Like you can keep your beliefs. I don't care. But if you could just go into something listening to somebody else, listening to the other argument, having an open mind about something, it's going to go a long way. It's going, you're going to just, you're not going to be so, um, you know, you're not going to have to believe a certain way all the time. And um, just, I don't love zealot behavior. Like if you, if you want to believe in something, that's fine, but you better have done your research. You better have, you know, learned both sides um, understood both sides. Um, and that's one reason I just don't like religion and politics in general. I'm not saying I don't not involved with yeah. either of those things. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that base their beliefs and their actions on only knowing one thing. And it, it's disheartening to me well, for sure. They base their beliefs off that they're right. And they do not allow yeah. the concept that maybe they're wrong. Mm-hmm. and not even yeah. wrong it's just sometimes things just aren't right and wrong they're not no. that black and white and it's okay it's okay to be in the gray area but the gray area is really uncomfortable that's why the pendulum always swings to one extreme or the next because yeah. people live in the extremes the gray area is not sexy the gray area is not comfortable that's not where people want to be and my world is a lot more gray than black and white uh, like i live if, i live in the gray me too i'm okay with you know pushing boundaries one way or another. I'm okay with, um, you know, letting people think what they want. I don't care. I don't care. I I don't want to be, you know, bashing people. I don't want them to think that I only think one way. Um, I may not agree with you. I'm not saying I will always agree with how people do things, but I'm always willing to listen. Like I will listen to you and I will actually come usually with a compassionate heart trying to understand where you're coming from, unless you're being a complete asshole, then fuck you. So yeah, well, the people <laughs> that are complete assholes, I don't fuck with. Uh when, yeah. I, when I first started my show after I got fired from radio, mm-hmm. uh my show was called Politics, Religion, Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. Ooh, that's I, a dangerous one. But I wanted it to be, but the reason I named it, there's a Sammy Kershaw song and it's called Politics, Religion, and Hurt. Right. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be a play on that, but I wanted it to be where it was a safe place for you to come and talk about whatever. And I to, like that. To, to whatever you wanted to do. I wanted it to be like, hey, just a safe place. And mm-hmm. the more I got around people that were open to talking about stuff, 
the mm-hmm. more I realize how close minded most people are to where with me, like I'm, I'm a fucking like an anomaly where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't believe in the Confederate flag. It was one of the reasons I got fired because I, when NASCAR banned this shit, I stood up for them. Like, I don't, I don't care who you're That's fucking. I do right. not. I don't like, I said it the other day on the show that's did with the old girl with the dogs and the vaccine shit. Like if I wanted to suck dick tomorrow, I'd suck dick. Like I'm not, sure. a- I'm not asking permission for you on how I want to live my life. Right. I don't understand why we have to put people in a box to where yeah. like, you don't understand. Like today I, I might want to go fucking play golf tomorrow. I might not ever want to do it again, but I'm not going to ask anybody's permission. Yeah. If I change my mind back and forth and I feel like even if it's something as simple as golf or if it's something as complicated as sexuality, like mm-hmm. why is it any, why does it matter? It's you? nobody's business. Yeah. It is nobody's business what you decide to do. Yeah. And that's, a, I think people are just afraid because they, they think it's hurt. like, I always get like, what you do is hurting society. It's hurt. It's not, it's not like you, I understand there are statistics with everything. I understand that, but I feel like once you get to know what's actually happening, once you get to know the person, once you get to know what it is, like it doesn't have to be so taboo. It doesn't involve you personally, then walk away from it. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, just letting people live their lives and not trying to control them. It's okay to let people just navigate life and find out what works for them and what doesn't. It's not yeah. threatening to me. It's not, yeah. it's not a problem. It's That's one thing too, though. I think that's one thing, the reason that OF has worked for me um, so well is that people feel comfortable coming to me with their insecurities, you know, things they can't say out loud to their, you know, significant others or whatever, even if it's not something I'm comfortable doing. And I do have my own boundaries on there. I'm willing to at least listen to it, validate, hear it out. Like I, that's one thing I've had some crazy, crazy, crazy requests. What's, on the, only cra- what's the craziest thing without like kink shaming anybody? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I don't want to kink shame because like, listen, even if I don't do it, I'm willing to listen to it. Like my platform is a safe space. Right. You can come right. at me with whatever, You're but a better person than me, dude. <laughs> but, but I've, I mean, there's been some crazy things. Um, there's a lot of, um, fetishes out there that I'm not familiar with. And that's actually been helpful. People come to me and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do some research. And like, why as, you know, a a behavioral therapist, like, why is this, you know, turning you on? Like, why is this your thing? I love to like, figure that out. Um, Not again, not saying I'm going to do it, but I've had people (laughs) ask for me to like the, there's a, you know, butt crushing fetish out there. And they've asked me to like, go fishing and sit on a fish and kill it on camera what the they've fuck? asked yeah i've asked somebody separate a whole separate fetish they've asked me to put a lizard in a jar and shit in it and suffocate it um and i have thought like okay this is where my you know therapy brain yeah. goes i'm like these are people that cannot get you know their kicks in real life because that's what that's what they like and i again i don't know i don't know these yeah. people so maybe they're just fucking with me but if that's what they like you can't get that at the bar you can't you get can't that get you that know fucking anywhere anywhere and then all of a sudden i'm thinking okay i need to make sure i'm handling this appropriately because even though i'm not going to do it or at least not at the time who knows maybe i'll do it tomorrow i don't know yeah but um i 
these are the people that are outcasts in society because they don't get that release. Yeah. Maybe they're the ones that are going, doing all these awful things because they feel like they're not being heard, listened to. They can't get that release themselves. And so I always just want to approach it very carefully. I don't want to tell them like, I'm not going to fucking do that. You're crazy because I don't want them thinking they're not, you know, an equal part of society. And I don't want them going to like do something awful at a school or go, you know, do something crazy to other people because they just don't feel heard. But yeah, it's a, it's a crazy line. Can you imagine not being able to like fulfill yourself because that's what you, that's what your brain tells you, you like, I don't think, I don't think that's what it it might be. It might be for, I don't know. A small percentage of people, but like with me, I'm so fucked up. When you said that stuff, this is, this is, first of all, I'm a very fucking vanilla person anyway. I didn't realize how vanilla I was until like I got to know some of y'all and it's like, oh shit, like I am vanilla. Vanilla's fun though. I'm a a passionate person, but like I'm vanilla as (laughs) fuck compared to shit. But in my head, when you said that stuff right there, Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't do this to any of the girls that I know that have OnlyFans. But, like, if I was going to subscribe to somebody, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't really subscribe to them for the right reasons. I would subscribe to them to see how far I can push them. To fuck with them. And to fuck with them. And I wonder if with a lot of that stuff, if if it's more of that, not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to jack off to you shitting in a jar on a lizard. That's fair. But it's like, can I make her? But would you be willing to pay like a thousand bucks for that? Because they are willing to do that. I mean, I'd shit in a jar and kill a fucking lizard. I'll tell you that. Fuck PETA. Uh, I, I probably would for a thousand dollars. Um, but I, I, that's another reason why I had, like, I gotta be careful with shit because I love money probably way too Mm -hmm. much. I grew up without it. And when I, when I have it, I am a, I'm just happier. Like it's uh, the stress of, it's not even like I want to, I don't, it's not even like I want to blow it on stupid shit. It's just, I like not having the stress of not having money. Oh yeah. People say money doesn't buy happiness. And I'm like, listen, if I have money left over after I pay my bills and I don't have to worry about my, you know, bank overdrawing, I'm happy. It does buy happiness. It does. It buys peace and safety. That peace and stress. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I think. I, I think I would want to push you, not, not, not even like what you could do to yourself, but what I could get you to do. But again, like you'd be messing with them with the request, but would you be willing to shell out the money for it? Because those, like, it's one um, thing to mess with somebody and be like, you know, not you my cheap ass. It, uh, not, not my cheap ass. Like, I, yeah, I, that's I what I'm saying. Like these I'm people who are willing to do the money for it, you have to take them seriously because like, They'll 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 give you that money well, right think, now, well, but th- well, think about it like this: if they are willing to do it and they have that much money to where they're offering you to pay that or whatever, they're probably mm-hmm. somebody. And this is like me trying to be a therapist or whatever, like really dive into people. It's mm-hmm. probably somebody that feels either demasculated every single day by their yep. wife, by their job. They make good money and they want to be in charge. They like to be controlled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think about these things yeah. too. Like maybe the fetish is not necessarily what they're asking for. Yeah. It's just being in charge and yeah. and being able to control a situation. Yeah. yeah you and say, I get that too. You saying yeah, yes, I, sir, I'll go do it, and they actually do it. 
As I've gotten a lot of trouble over this statement before. I don't have a problem with prostitution, and I know what y'all mm-hmm. do is nothing that's fucking not like that at all. Right. But, but I get it where a man, if he's just fed up with everything else, nothing ever goes his way, or maybe he does, and he just wants to fuck. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it's the worst thing on the planet for there to be, like, a, everybody be clean good all that type right. of shit and everything but i don't see release. where it's a problem like i think that if you want to pay for a piece of ass instead of having to go through the trouble of earning it like why not because that's all you it's want an option it. especially yeah. if both parties are consenting and willing yeah. it's nobody's business it really isn't and i get like there there's obviously like a bunch of situations that could arise from that that could be awful and i'm not saying i promote it at all yeah. i'm just saying like i understand yeah. you know some people it's just harder for some people and they just need like just a release would make their life so much easier and better and you know i i'm okay with that i had a feminist on the show one time and it is hard for me like I said, I don't like extremists on either side. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want a guy telling a woman, it's your job to have dinner on the table and all this other shit. I think they're fucking douchebags. But I right. also think a ultra feminist it, or extreme feminist is ridiculous sure. too. And sure. I had one on the show and we got into that subject about paying for sex and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, you're degrading that woman so much by us doing that. And I was like, you know who's degraded? In that situation, the guy for having to pay for it for the first thing can't get it on his own. Yeah, like, yeah. It literally, you should take pride in the fact, and like, cause she was knocking anything, like OnlyFans, all this other shit. And I was like, sure. do you not realize that you have so much power between your legs that a man is willing to spend his whole bank account willingly? You're not well, holding a gun yeah. to his fucking yeah. head. Women are the gatekeepers of sex. Like, this is known. We know this. Like, we know that, like, like, we have to give a guy permission to make that happen. We have all that power. We're, it's not, and people tell me all the time, like, I have no self-respect and I'm degrading myself and stuff. But I'm like, do you think that, like, again, they think I have no brain cells. I'm like, do you think I haven't thought through all of this? Do you think that every day I just wake up and think, like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever. No. Like, we have plans in place. very intelligent. We, yeah, we're not idiots. Like we know what we're doing. We understand the studies behind it. We understand our boundaries. We understand people and how they work for the most part. If you're in this business, you're not just posting pictures of tits. Like you have, you know, a whole method to the madness. And, um, and I, I don't know. I'm, I understand too. Like it's people are going to have their opinions about whatever, but I'm, I'm with you on that. Like for a guy to have to like, tuck his tail and and pay somebody to yeah. get something that guy other people get so easily like that's i mean and again if the woman's consenting it's not an yeah. issue if she's being controlled by a pimp or something like oh, that's, yeah, that's another thing yeah, like that we're not talking yeah. about that no, absolutely not. but women you know like people are always <laughs> the comment sections are always just like finally women get to vote and then y'all go act like this shit and i'm like okay like the <laughs> That's we're so not idiots stupid. like we That's are allowed so to do whatever to we want with our bodies without you thinking that like we're taking away our own rights yeah. or something like it's just so well it's always it's always the like a i don't want to just say bitter but it's I'm, fuck it i'm gonna say bitter it's always a bitter ass woman 
that says that kind of shit. Like, oh, you're making us all look bad. No, you're fucking mad that you got to go work a nine to five and you're fucking yep. miserable every single day of your life. And you yep. really, on some level, wish you could get paid to do what I do. And you can't, whether it's morals or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There, it's yeah. all jealousy and insecurity. Yeah, it really it is. is. And people will comment all the time, like, um, you know, like a man is never going to want you now because you're doing this. And I'm like, what? First of all, people don't all have the same traditional values. And like, there are men out there that love, you know, other people looking at their girl like that. That's like a sexual attractive thing for them. There are guys out there like they're swingers. They're, you know, non-monogamous. They like sharing each other. I'm not saying like one way or another of what's good or bad here. I'm just saying you can't push your traditional Mm. agenda, whether in the workplace or relationships or whatever on other people, because that's not their life. Like you need to understand that other people function different ways. And I'm sorry if that doesn't fit into the little cookie cutter America, you know, I'm sorry if you think the world's going to, you know, explode because other people act and do certain things, but it doesn't affect you. It just doesn't. Period. And don't be telling me that what I do today affects your kids tomorrow because it doesn't. My kids are fine. I have a great relationship with my kids, open conversation. They feel safe. They feel secure. Um, I I don't know. Like, as long as you guys are talking to your families and friends and being open minded, I feel like the world will be just fine. Yeah. Is this how you take the conversation and run with it? I've had, uh, I mean, it's not just your community, it's a lot of other people that I work with. But it's mm-hmm. like, I don't share. I'm not, I, I, I get the swinging lifestyle. Yeah. But for me, I, it's not that I have to have an emotional connection with somebody, but it's at the older I get, the more I value actually having an emotional connection mm-hmm. with somebody. It makes sex better. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like in my younger years, if somebody would have pulled up and said that they want it, they could get it. Like, all right. <laughs> And, and like, for sure. even as when I was single recently, probably still the same mindset, but it got boring. It got numb. It got to where this is, I'm just nutting and going to bed. Like, I don't want to fucking yeah. laugh. There needs to be more. There's no intimacy like mm-hmm. that way. And so like with the swingers, I've had way too many approach me. Mm, uh, same. And same. it's just like, that's just, I'm not knocking you if that makes you happy at I, all. I have yeah. really good friends with them. I yeah. don't share either. And I I'm know who sharing. I am. Like I'll get yeah. approached by um, swingers or, you know, people of the lifestyle and they'll ask to do content with me. And I'm like, okay, so this is my boundary. Like I can turn the switch off when I'm doing content uh, to a certain degree but this is y'all's life. Like this is actually what you do. So I can't do content with swingers because like that's to them, that's part of their life to me, content creation. And I know it's hard for people that aren't in, you know, they don't do OF to understand that line, but I don't, I don't share. And if I'm actually being with somebody, it's a very different thing than turning on a camera and, you know, creating a scene. It's so different. It's, and there's a reason I don't, I don't do a lot of like variety of boy girl content. I'll, I'll fuck girls all day long. I'm not, you know, sexually attracted or intimate with women, but, um, with guys, I just know I, it's hard for me to flip that switch. So It's just, it's very different. It's a very different mentality. So you just have to know your boundaries um, in real life and in, you know, OF life and, and know how to work around that. And if something doesn't feel, you know, mentally safe for you, don't do it. 
there's no restriction. That's the beauty of OF. You're your own pen. You get to decide what you want to do and what you don't want to do. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that is why I respect y'all so much, though. Like, y'all get it. I mean, y'all, it's there's not enough people. That's even, like, in my industry and the stuff I work in. I don't do something unless I want to do it. Like, and I don't expect yep. anybody to pressure me. You're not going to pressure me to fucking right. do anything. Right. I've, I'm very good at saying no in a fucking heartbeat. And with you guys, you just already get it to where there is so sad. That there are so many female musicians out there that are fucking amazing, but because they won't wear a certain thing, they won't yep. act a certain way. Or whatever, yeah. they'll never They're fucking make it. Get I, I, wish, I wish that they could have the mentality that you guys do. Because a lot of them break. A lot of them give in. And it's mm -hmm. like, damn, I don't want you to give in. I want you to stay ruthless. I want you to stay mm -hmm. the bad bitch that you were. And it's hard, too, because that's another part of the OF game. Like, I've talked to other women in the industry and... Um, they're like, well, you know, I just know that I need to do this certain type of content because it sells really well. And, you know, people are asking for it. I'm like, that's fine. If you feel comfortable with doing it, that's totally fine. Yeah. But once you break that barrier, once you do that, people are going to expect that of you. They're going to expect it regularly. So unless that's something you're very comfortable with, not a one and done thing, just don't do it. You yeah. don't offer that. That's all it is because your mental health is, you know, way more of a priority than what people want if they can't find that content they're going to either stay with you and be content with what yeah. you do or they're going to move on and it's fine let them go well, it's, it's fine a, it's also i can't define like your morals so i can't define like your line i can't mm -hmm. but also like with with you with me whoever if you allow yourself to cross a line that you set up for yourself to make somebody mm -hmm. else happy Right. You're, you're letting yourself down, but you're also saying, Hey, I'm throwing my morals to the fucking side here. Right. And, that's that's the know, thing I guess, that I think yeah. that people like makes people so mad about OnlyFans because they think we are throwing all of our morals and everything aside just for a quick buck. Yeah. And reality is we're just a lot more comfortable with our bodies like we it doesn't matter uh, some things but other things do they don't see what happens behind the scenes so they may think like we just do anything we you know that people want for ten dollars and that's not how it works like we have our own boundaries too we know how to you know again back to the smoke and mirrors how to make certain things happen on camera that we're comfortable with in order to present it a certain way like it's it's not as you know black and white as people think it is like we're going back to you know everybody thinking that um, everything is one extreme or the next. There's a lot of gray area. And as long as people, that's a lot of reason I feel like people, you know, drop out of OnlyFans or whatever. Um, they, they let their, they let, they let their boundaries go. And then they wake up the next day and think like, I, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I've crossed the yeah. line. I'm uncomfortable. And that is a scary place to be. Like, if you're going to be in this industry, you need to, um, have thick skin. You need to know exactly what your boundaries are. You need to be able to say no in a lot of situations. And it's hard when people are saying, you know, here's $500. Um, I want your attention and I want you to do this thing. It's really hard because that's, that's your money. That's your rent. That's your food. But at the end of the day, how you feel about yourself and how comfortable you are with what you're doing is far more important. And you, you can't take it back. You can't. Yeah. You can go back to like, literally if, if they're recorded or out somewhere, the, like my earliest episodes, even when I worked in radio, 
And I've mm-hmm. always said it's morals over money. Like it's when you lose yourself in that yeah. dollar sign that it's like, you're not, you no more. Uh, and I, and like, you're a character whenever you're doing your stuff, that's not you every day. It is day. a character. You're, yeah, it yeah. is. And like you start crossing over that line to where it's not, you don't know it blurs the fucking line between you and the character yeah there's there's a lot of people with me everywhere i go because i put off i'm a good time the shit that we do everything Mm -hmm. i'm a good time i talk shit now i probably don't ever stop talking shit i don't know how to fucking stop that (laughs) but i'm boring as fuck most of the time if people were to come to my house on a weekday when i have nothing going on i'm not hosting any events or whatever on the weekend I look like the fucking 36 year old dad that I am in a fucking bathrobe and slippers. List lazy as fuck. Ain't showered in three Same. days. Yeah, like, I was I, just talking to yeah. one of my uh, subs last night about this. Actually. I was like, you know, I've never seen a picture of you. Um, you don't have to share that with me. I was just wondering like, if you ever share photos and he was like, I'm very shy actually in real life. He doesn't come across that way. He mods yeah. a lot of my live streams and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Same. In real life, I am also the same. You come over, I've got my top knot bun on, I got no makeup, I'm eating M&Ms, you know, out of the bag. Like I just, I'm I'm a real person. But when the lights and cameras come on and the character starts, you have to put off this persona and, um, and, and stay in character. But you also have to, stay true to what the character is okay with, what people yeah. know that character to be. Because if you cross that line, then you really do start to lose a sense of who you really are. And you start to wonder, like you let that character into, you know, you into your real life. And yeah. and that's like where the mental fuckery can start. Cause you don't, you don't want to do that. You got to keep it very professional. I struggled with that for the longest time. I let it eat me alive to where, I thought in the first like two years of the show that if somebody did the show with me, like we are right now, just a regular ass Friday morning, start recording at nine Mm o'clock that they wanted to party me. So I would start drinking Uh. and recording because I'm, I am funny as fuck when I'm (laughs) like, when I am drunk or when I have a buzz, cause that little Jenny cricket motherfucker is gone. And right. there's no telling what I will say. I get more entertaining when I do that. And I thought sure. that that's what everybody wanted. And mm-hmm. it ate me the fuck alive. I thought that the women that I was around then, they expected certain things from me because I would talk shit online or whatever, like things I would do or whatever, just this mm-hmm. stupid fucking shit. And it was like, bitch, I want you to know, I can't back up none of this stuff that I am saying to you, yep. the character, I would get yep. myself in trouble. Yep. And yep. it's like, that wasn't me. And I finally, probably last year, uh, about February or March, cut way back on my drinking and made it to where, unless I have an event, I'm not drinking mm-hmm. it, unless I'm hosting something. I, I kind of try to keep it to one day a week to where it was like five or six days a fucking week. Done really mm-hmm. good with that. Unless I'm in Nashville, I'm drunk from the time. When we're up there, but I've got sounds the, like a good time. I got degenerate ass friends. Like mm-hmm. they are gonna keep me drunk from when I get there till I leave, and <laughs> and I'll pay for it for a fucking week afterwards. Though. But I'm like, getting too I, old for that. I can't pay for it for a week. I'm too. I'm tired. Later. But it I, hurts. I had to figure out it was not not healthy for me mentally, mm-hmm. physically, or whatever. And I'm not that fucking character. 
Yeah. I'm not in the yeah, thing. Is, hard, I thought, and, and you I have thought, to be able to turn it off. So if you're yeah. that character, you try to be that character all the time for people, you don't get a break. What's really cool, though, is when you do turn it off and people still like you. Because it's in your head that, mm -hmm. oh, if I back off or I stop being this, people's going to stop listening. They're going to stop following. Mm -hmm. They're not going to pay mm -hmm. attention to my shit no more. And that ain't the fucking truth, not whatsoever. It's they the, actually they, like the real version yeah. better, usually. Yeah. They do. They do. I mean, there's always the fun version that everybody loves, but yeah. that's like I have I have a few subscriptions. So I always call them my OGs. They're on my Instagram. They've been with me since day one. And they get every single morning when I wake up, like this morning, they got like the crazy hair, makeup half <laughs> on my eyes, good mornings. Um, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to be waking up right now. They get those messages and they they love them. They love that. And that that's, they like the real version better. And then I turn the lights on and I go live and I'm the, you know, perky, like exciting, blah, blah, blah. But they know when the cameras turn off, like I have to decompose. I'm actually very like, I'm not necessarily shy in real life, but I'm very quiet. Like I go to the gym. I don't talk to people. I don't, yeah. I'm not social. I'll go to the bar. I could sit at the bar. I don't go to the bar very often. I'm always yeah. working, but I could sit at the bar all night long and just people watch. Like, I don't, nobody right, talks to me. Yeah, I don't dude. talk to them. Like, I just, I like being quiet and to myself. So it is like very, very draining for me physically and emotionally, mentally, when I have to be live six to eight hours a day and put on this act, um, which is fun. Like, who doesn't love playing a character? You know, right, it's absolutely. fun. But at the end of the day, like I need to decompress, turn things off, go eat my fried chicken alone in the corner. You know, like I, I need that. I need my sweats. I need, you know, sometimes people will call or want a one-on-one -on -one call and I'm like, all right, but you caught me in my real time. Like I've got, you know, the crazy going on and people love it. They really do. Yeah. I'm not a people person. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not a people person. And I'm a... I like to heal them. I like to, you know, make them feel validated and like want to make them better. Right, but then I want them to, I want them to leave. Like go, yeah. Right. Like in my free time, I don't want people. Yeah, I don't there know. Are no people. I hate no, people. No. I got into the wrong business and I didn't realize <laughs> it till afterwards that, hey, for me to be successful in this, I have mm -hmm. to be able to talk to people. Not that I don't necessarily dislike, but also right. like, I like talking to my boys. I like talking. Sure. I, I'll go and tell you, like, me and you probably be buddies because I, I like I can carry on. I think we'd be pretty close. I think yeah. like you're cool as fuck. Like you are somebody that I feel like you can have a conversation <laughs> Appreciate with. Appreciate right? that. And like, but like for the majority of people, I don't know how to talk to you. And I'm so fucked up mentally <laughs> that I then when I walk away from a conversation and I I always second guess everything that I said if I was trying to make Same. small talk. I think that's pretty normal for yeah. our personality types. Yeah. Like I'll go through it and be like, why the fuck? Like I'm never talking to that person again. Why am I such an idiot? That goes back to like the whole dork thing. Like I'm okay with it. Right, I'm yeah. fine. I can't change anything. So. Well, cool. Well, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking we're going to be done there. We've almost mm -hmm. done two hours anyway, but dude, I definitely want to have you back on the show. I, I would love, love it. I would truly love, love that. I would love to have you come do like some of our group shows in Nashville. Those are always the fucking shit. Uh, I would love that. Yeah. It, well, when you do, when you do the group shows, it's mm -hmm. where you get so many different walks of life. And with me, I take pride in that I make people comfortable. I, you very much do and, and yeah the, like I was very nervous like I don't do podcasts yeah, this is not yeah. what I do 
I do live streams. So I was like, how bad can it be? But you do make people feel very comfortable. So and when, kudos to you. When you're in a room full of people and everybody's comfortable and they start opening up, that's when the magic happens. That's like I was gonna the, say there have to be so many like ideas and conversations bouncing around in a live show. That has to be amazing. Well, you, you gotta think about it. Me and you just went two hours and had has it been real, two hours? It's almost two hours. It's about ten oh minutes for me and two hours. It's been a good uh, time. Hell yeah, we did. Um, yeah. but you think about how we opened up, talked about whatever, not even shit that we planned on talking about. You get in mm -hmm. a room full of people and they're different walks of life, different backgrounds. Yeah. And one person makes the next person comfortable telling their story. Then the next person I'm telling you, we have started off doing some shit shows. I love our in-house drunk shows where it's mm -hmm. just like five or six people sitting around mics, drinking, having a good time, opening up. But it always are the realest shows. It's always mm -hmm. somebody tells a traumatic story and then the person next to them feels comfortable telling their story and opening up. See, I don't believe in therapists, but I believe in support systems. I, for sure. I, a therapist that won't do shit for me because I'm not going to listen to somebody that's never lived <laughs> and been through what I've been through. Right. But somebody that's sitting next to me that has, I'll listen all fucking day. And I'll right. know that, hey, if you're healing, I'm healing. Going back and that's and so important for us. Like we said, we don't seek yeah. out people. So to force us all to be in one room and try to be relatable and walk away feeling, you know, a little bit better, that's important. Absolutely. See, your live, your your podcast is so important for people. You're basically a therapist. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I want to be. I, I would like to make therapist money. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that's literally like, I, I know that that's my calling. Like, that's, mm -hmm. that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I was supposed to have a traumatic experience in my life with suicide and mental health because I've learned so much from it. But yeah. also, like, that's, that's my journey, and I think that's what I'm supposed to share to where, hey, you can come on here, you can get drunk with this dude, you can talk about music, God, OnlyFans, you can talk about anything. But, like, it's supposed to be something where when someone listens, at yep. some point in time, they got to where even even you, like, you found your happiness, dude. Like, you found yeah. what makes you happy. So it makes that person <laughs> listening that's struggling today, it's like, oh, maybe I maybe I should go put my butthole on the internet, too, if it's going to make me happy. Approved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, it's like, I know that's crude, but it's just like you're no. unapologetically happy. You don't right, apologize right. for what makes you happy. And more right. people need to do that shit. I really think it's okay for people like to just feel it's nice for them to find people in that area that validate how they feel or what they might want to feel because it's hard when people say that, you know, they're not supposed to feel a certain way. So thank God for the internet and people like you, but um, uh, yeah, really, truly it's, uh, we're all in this together. Like just, if you think of the world as like, you're living amongst enemies and like people that are opposed to you all day, you're going to live that way and feel triggered yeah. by everything. But if you can just think of us all really, truly trying to navigate, you know, what's the best for all of us to survive, to make it, to be successful, you know, while we're here, um, it's just, it's such a more welcoming mentality just to help people, help everybody on their journey, no matter where they are, even if you don't agree with it. And to just let people know it's okay to feel however they're feeling. You're allowed to feel however you want. I may not agree with it. I may not want to do it. But it's you and it, it's okay. It, it's fine. So it, it's just nice to hear that every now and then, especially from a stranger or um, just get to know somebody or relate to somebody and, and be able to feel validated, you know, with wherever you are in your journey. 
You're awesome. You are. I knew you were all just tits and ass. Drop your, uh, drop your, I mean, I'm sure they're fucking nice. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. And the guys, I'm telling y'all, as I don't know when the video or the clips will come out for this, if y'all have not seen this woman, I'm finna get her to drop her social media handles. I Dang appreciate it. My fucking computer screen has been on fire since she's got on. That's how fucking hot <laughs> she is. So y'all make sure y'all go check her out. She's our OnlyFans girl of the month of February for 2024. Yes. Drop your social media handles real fast, and you motherfuckers yes. better go subscribe. And if I hear any of y'all telling her to shit in a jar for on a lizard, so you I'm gonna send them to you. I'll send yeah. all the requests to you. Yeah, well, I send him the send money. The Josh needs all the money for That's it. Fucking absolutely. I'll yeah, shit in a he's jar. willing to do it. I He'll show his face right while now. he does it too. He told me. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do what. <laughs> Yeah, my, uh, you know, oh, I'll show man. you my face. Absolutely, it'll be me throwing the fuck up. Is what it'll be. <laughs> I am squeamish. Oh, I I couldn't suck dick if I wanted to. I got such a bad gag reflex. If oh, I oh man, oh I, yeah, they like I, that gag reflex though. They like it. They want that, to hear it. Much. That's like my only fucking. I don't even know if you can call it a kink. That's the only thing that I don't think I'm vanilla on. The sloppier that shit is, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but make a motherfucking mess. Oh, my God. I think everybody likes that, which I also, when I first started, just a tangent, was very nervous about, like, makeup running down my face, like, crazy. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, I don't know why it's hot. I have no idea what traumatic experience in my (laughs) life was like. Doesn't matter. It's hot. What you want to do, you want this bitch to just look ridiculous afterwards like but disheveled like, the, yeah like you yeah. conquered that like it's that's probably it was, what it, it is work. that's probably conquer yeah. is probably the best word for me <laughs> uh, that's that's i like that that's you just solved it for me you're welcome you're welcome drop welcome. your social media so well yeah y'all come follow me on instagram i am you found missy and you found missy underscore again on instagram who knows where I am on TikTok tomorrow? I'm going to give that one up. But if you want to follow me on OnlyFans, I am you underscore found underscore Missy on OnlyFans. I'm telling y'all, go find Missy. It's Missy a good time. Fire. Oh, I, obviously. It's a great time. Yeah. Now I have I'm a lot like, of fun. Now I'm like, damn, maybe I do need to go look at OnlyFans. Just a peek. You know, you don't have to stay. You just got to like, just look around. You can even like lurk. Quietly. I don't. I, 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 don't I don't need but about five minutes, and four of them is gonna be picking out the video. So <laughs> I won't be there long. In There's the a lot of stuff there. I I've done a lot of stuff. Bet but there, fucking is. Dude. I enjoy it. Well, I'm glad you do, yeah. uh, folks. Gosh. Please go check her out. And ma'am, thank you for hanging out for a little bit. I do appreciate. Well, it. thank you. It's been a fun morning. I appreciate you. Yeah, I don't get up this early for anybody. So yeah, well, same. So we're in it together. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, y'all go check her out. Remember. Next week, Nashville, where they're recording all week. If you're an artist, a social media personality, hit me up. We'll be recording from, I guess, Sunday night until Thursday morning. Shows at Live Oak next week, 5 to 11 on Wednesday, February the 7th. Y'all come out, Josh Terry Podcast, Raising Grace Rounds. Uh, we got some great artists for you. Please go follow Miss Missy. She is our OnlyFans Girl of the Month, and I love each and every one of y'all. Please uh, go download, subscribe, like, leave a review on the fucking show. And, uh, yeah, just keep listening, motherfuckers. I love y'all. I'll see you next time. Bye.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.